This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. With Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Welcome to our Saturday bonus edition for you accounting practitioners and fintech influencers out there. They're in the world of buying and selling. And Martin, this is a new feature that we've started doing where we look at the buying situation where accountants particularly are going in to see prospects. Maybe they've called that accountant into a meeting to say, we want to talk to you and maybe hire you. And we start to get two sides of a conversation, don't we? Yeah, Rob. And as we started this series, according to statistics that we're given about the podcast performance, this has become one of the top three most popular episodes of our weekly schedule. So I hope you're enjoying it, guys listening, and we've got another one for you right now. Um, Again, just to take it a stage further there. So this is a scenario that we find over and over again where accountants struggle to progress the process of sale when they're working with a prospect who has expressed an interest in working with them for any reason other than price, and they're going through the, the dating ritual um, the mating process of are we a good fit and should we be together and so on. A lot of things can knock the deal off course and we're going through those. And here's one for you here this week, guys. Well, just to set this up, Martin, we're giving this from the client's perspective, aren't we, on why they didn't buy. We've looked at accountants thinking that they're talking to the wrong person. We've looked at the accountant thinking that they weren't unhappy enough with their current accountant. So what's on play today? So there's just two perspectives here. What the accountant tells me and then what the prospect tells me. We actually go back and speak to the prospect to validate what the accountant said, what's the reality. So these are so real-life situations, aren't they? Real, all these are all real-life situations. So here's number three. The accountant will come to me, Rob, and say, well, you know, Martin, you don't understand. That particular business didn't have any, any real needs. There was no real reason to change. Like, you know, we looked at what they were getting, and they were getting a, a very good service. It was a perfectly, they were paying a fair price for that service. It's not so enough really, of an itch that needs scratching. No real need to change. That is the sort of phrase that will come out of the mouth of someone who's used to taking orders through their life, not someone who's used to creating value in their life. Because then you, you challenge that and you say, okay, talk to me about the business's needs, the ones you know they didn't have. What did you find out? And we go deep diving, okay? And we find out that they're having their um, books and records taken care of, their tax returns taken care of, their VAT payroll taken care of, and basically anything that's compliance or compliance with frills are being taken care of. So strictly speaking, yeah, that qualifies as needs. So then I would say to the accountant, okay, where were they trying to go with the business? How long have they got to get there? What are the consequences of them not getting there? Why were they talking to you in the first place if they're perfectly okay where they are? Well, it's awkward silence there. <laughs> Generally, it's a, a, if, any, if anybody is old enough who listens to this show to remember Neighbours, um, as, a, as an Australian soap opera, there was a character on Neighbours called Harold, and he had this noise. He went, wah, wah, and that's generally the response that you would get, a Boris Johnson-style response. Because there is no answer, because they never thought about it. It never occurred to them to go beyond where they found it. So they found the business being having their compliance requirements looked after adequately, and that gets stamped as, can't win that one, it's got no needs. Now, we then wander off to the prospect and say, hi, Mr. Brown, you met with so-and-so from our firm recently, and it was interesting because our partner reported back and said you were very pleasant, you've been very welcoming to them, and it had been a very good meeting, you know, you got on very well together, but ultimately, there was no need to progress the conversation because you don't have any needs because you've been well looked after already. So what confuses me there is why you asked for the meeting in the first place. Were you just comparing? Mm. And then Mr. Brown 
would typically, on consensus research that we're presenting to our listeners here, would give an answer along these lines. Well, how does he know what I need? That, that conversation never began. <laughs> they didn't ask. The meeting took less than 20 minutes. What happened was they were five minutes late for it, didn't tell us that we were going to be late. Spent five minutes telling us how great they were and how long they've been in business and how many offices they've got. Hadn't done a piece of research on the actual business and uh, our business and knew nothing about us, so we had to explain that from scratch. Asked us what we got from our current accountant at the moment. Asked us if we were happy with that. Well, we've got no, we've got no measuring stick. So yeah, I think we're happy with that. I don't know. That's why you're in front of me. Wait a minute, Martin. You cast in a sad indictment on accountants there. That they, would they really go to a meeting and not do due diligence on the the company they're about to potentially be hired by? Well, let me put this as diplomatically and as gently as I can. Yes. <laughs> That's an arrogance there, is it? Or an ignorance? What's happening? It's probably, but I think it's probably poor time management. Oh, crap, I've got this meeting at two. Where is it? It's over there. That's five miles away. Jeez, I better go off now. Uh, and nobody's downloaded any company's house information. Nobody's had a look at the website, particularly other than a cursory glance. So, again, it's this mindset that we, we convert 95% of everything that ever comes into our firm. It's this referral mindset. Oh, I'll just show up and it'll be fine. And that's proven not to be the case. So if you took it at face value, the reason why they didn't buy would be they had no needs. There was no opportunity. As you said, there is no itch uh, that needs to be scratched. When you speak to the buyer, you get a very different complexion on the situation, that they were poorly prepared, they were very poorly investigated, and once they knew that compliance was being taken care of, the conversation ended there. How much responsibility lies with the client to do the due diligence on the accounting firm that they're inviting into pitch, as it were, in saying, oh, they're good on advisory or they're good on helping in manufacturing or they can take my business to the next level, let's talk to them. I would suggest that it is the accountant's responsibility to educate the market, not for the market to self-educate. So the market can't educate itself on things it doesn't know it needs to know. We're into Donald Rumsfeld, there are known knowns and unknown knowns and that sort of thing. So if the market doesn't know what advisory is, it can't really educate itself on it. It doesn't know to look for it. It is the role of the profession to educate the marketplace, the SME, the business owner, to know what is good and bad, and therefore be able to discern between a good fit and a bad fit in an accountant for their business. But that's not what happens because not a lot of marketing takes place. So as, as a result of that, a perhaps tardy partner showing up who hasn't done their due diligence for whatever reason, then comes in, finds out that things are okay, and labels that or spins that as the business has no needs. So why didn't they buy, guys? Because you didn't find out what they wanted. Yes, and we can't hold poor time management as excuse, given that many meetings are online now. They're virtual. We're in this virtual selling world until the pandemic is over. So there shouldn't be any excuses for not doing due diligence and be properly ready for that meeting. So, Martin, as we look at why didn't they buy, what can the accounting practitioners take away from this episode? So from this episode, here are the steps, guys. Number one. Every prospect that comes into you that you would regard as grade A or grade B is gold dust. It may have taken thousands and thousands of pounds with marketing for you to have that conversation. It may have taken the goodwill of a third party to introduce that conversation. So treat it like gold dust if it's gold dust. Step two, understand your approach before you've ever walked in the door. Have that meeting in your head long before you ever got to it. They're going to ask me about this. I'm going to answer that. I'm going to ask them about that. If they go there, I'm going to say this and rehearse your opportunity in the first place. And then thirdly, decide your objectives. What are you doing? Are you going there for a meeting? Are you going there for a nice cup of tea? Are you going there to actually begin the build of a relationship that's going to last 10 years or more? 
Because the more you are thinking in that last term that you're building relationships that are going to last years, perhaps even multi-generational, the more serious you're going to take it. But that's lifetime value, isn't it, Martin, of the client? It's not just one year's worth of fees. And we know from various pieces of research that between seven to 10 years is the average lifespan of a client in an accounting firm. Many firms listen to this will go, yeah, at least we've had hours for 25, you know, and so on. So if it's going to be the future of your practice that you're building these things with, you know, these, these opportunities, if they are the sort of clients that are going to yield the sort of profitability and the sort of opportunities for work that you want to build the future of your practice on, take it seriously, eh? Hard hitting, seems basic, but it's got to be done. Martin, that's great. Thanks so much. This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett.